Gina. Life, love and laughter. Delighted to chat to this guy because he's a documentary maker and he is someone that can certainly chat more than myself. So documentary maker and also I'd be so tempted to say spiritual guru from the conversation we've just had oh, for, the, like that. for the past couple of minutes. And his name is James English. So nice to chat to you, James. Yeah, likewise, Gina. Thanks for having me on. Well, we have been chatting actually behind the scenes for about two mm. hours, but now we're finally recording. <laughs> <laughs> and you do make a good tea, by the way. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And I remember to put two sugar in there as well yes so let's chat about this incredible documentary that you made last year about homelessness mm -hmm. and this is how I came across you actually with some girls in the office said Gina you need to chat to this guy he is an incredible documentary maker and then I did some digging and realised actually you're quite famous not as really. well. well for Glasgow anyway maybe <laughs> for Glasgow maybe <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about this documentary the documentary I've always did my bit for homelessness I've always did a couple of pounds, wee bit out of Greg's, and you feel good about yourself. But it really hot home. I ended up meeting a man in London. I was down in London for a meeting. I got spoken to a homeless man, and he'd been on the street for the last six years. But his wife committed suicide. The kids kind of blamed him. The guy kind of hurt the drink. And his story it just kind of broke me. And there's so much goodness in the world, and there's so much people who do uh, give it food and blankets. But it's not really enough there now because the numbers are rising. So I thought to myself, how can I create awareness? And it came to my idea to go sleeping in the streets for seven days. I think it was about the 10th of December, 11th of December, so I never really had much time to think about it. So I was going to go seven days through Christmas. So I phoned my friend Gordon Campbell. I says, look, I've got an idea. What do you think of it? And he loved it. He says, let's go for it. And if I had that much time, if I had any more time to think about it, I'd have probably spoke myself out of it. Mm -hmm. So the plan was to go homeless for seven days from the 19th of December to the 26th of December. No money, no phone, no uh, all I had was a clothes on my back and a sleeping bag and a GoPro camera. Gordon used to meet me once a day, get an update, change the batteries on my phone, and we just rolled with it. I think people need to get a better understanding. Give you a wee Greg's, no, no food. Nah, <laughs> no, nothing. So I think people just need a better understanding. Of, actually, we're all human beings. We're all kind of connected, and anybody, it doesn't, even yourself, Gina, including myself, we don't know what's around the corner. Mm -hmm. You lose a loved one, you lose your job, you can hit a brick wall and you can hit the drink or the drugs, and then before you know it, you're on the streets. And we kind of forget that. So for this documentary, it doesn't make you just look at homeless people differently. It makes you question your own life because there's so many people loving luxury but they love to moan and complain about the stupid things. I said to you that earlier, but it's true. And like I say, there's people out there with two jobs that are struggling to pay bills. But everything stems from the mindset. So what did you really learn then from from having you know produced this documentary? Mm -hmm. The first, you know, let's talk about like the first day that you decided, okay, here I am on the mm -hmm. streets and I'm homeless. What, what was going through your mind? The first day was the hardest. Because I'm thinking to myself, why the f am I doing this? Why am I doing it? I questioned it so much. But then when I started speaking to people, you start getting a better understanding. Wait a minute. I was so, because when, when I was sitting there begging for my money, I never had any money, so I had to beg for it. The first time, the first day I was sitting down to begging for money, there was over 600 people walked past. And I understand people have got their own problems and issues. People can't just be afforded to throw away money. But it's like a world within a world. You don't exist. And I was getting offered, drunk, eh, offered drugs every 20 minutes. So I know people out there who's got plenty of money, who's got all the material things in the world and are addicted to drugs. So when you're so disconnected, a world within a world, don't think you're good enough. Listen, you're going to take drugs because it's going to numb your pain. So when you're getting off it so much, there's a lot of people who go homeless that haven't got addiction problems. And a lot of people who look at homeless people think junkies, alkies, this and that, but they've just gave up life. They're low self-confidence, they're low self-esteem. They've just lost everything. Exactly, oh, so sad. it's easy to numb that pain and slip into the bad habits. And then before you know it, you're so low, 
there's there's never a way out. But thankfully, we became friends with a place called Street Connect. There was guys in there doing on heroin for thirty two years, changed their life. So this shows people that people can change, people can better their life. It, it doesn't matter what age you are or how bad your past is. If you believe in yourself, then you can change. The guy called Stuart Nealis, and if I'm honest, he was the worst in my documentary. He was gone. I didn't think it would last long. Stuart went and got help in January. Guy's totally transformed his life. Totally turned it around now. He's helping homeless people better their lives. So people can change. There's always hope there. And we need people like this to show people, I'm living proof. I'm not reading. I'm not learning from books. I go to universities and I'm learning from the darkness I've been in and the pain I've been in that you can change. What was the darkest moment when you were going through this uh, homelessness period? What was the... Sort of the stories, the sleeping. Listen, I'm for Poso. Sleeping in the streets for seven days was fine. That was actually a luxury for me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it was. Uh, it was that wasn't a problem. I was only doing it for seven days. I always knew I was going home. I spoke to people who was on the streets for twenty five years. So it was a kind of insult for me to be moaning about only being there for seven days. But I'm not a psychologist. The stories broke my heart. One of the girls was raped twice in a day. People were getting stabbed, peed on, shot on. This is the kind of society we're in that we've got human beings out there doing that other human beings just because they're homeless so it, that made me sick because I was sitting up to with these people at 4 or 5 in the morning we were sleeping under bridges we were sleeping at Buchanan Street I became friends with these people and I made a promise to these people that I would create change and create awareness Did they know you were making a documentary? Not at the start Okay Because the last I was nervous I never had the con When you hear people's stories the last thing you want to do is throw a camera in their face and talk about their pain these people were opening up to me. There's so much stuff we cut out of the documentary because I didn't think it was too grim. But we got enough footage in there to show people, look, man, this is how these human beings are at a night. If you see homeless people, listen, I even hate that word, homeless people. I hate homelessness, but... It's a horrible word, yeah, isn't it? it's a horrible yeah. word. But when you actually spend a couple of minutes of your time and get to know somebody and build up that trust, you actually see that they've, some of these people have run businesses, they've got kids... They've had a life, they've been at schools, they've they've been at universities. Things can change in an instant. Mm -hmm. But when I heard when I was hearing these stories, it it messed with my mind that like I say, I'm not a psychologist. And so it's many real life, yeah, as you said. Yeah. When you I don't necessarily want to dwell on what you cut out of the documentary, mm -hmm. um, if it was if it was that grim. Mm -hmm. But would you say if you were to make a documentary on, let's say, the the stuff that you did cut out, the, mm -hmm. the grimness, do you think that really would shock people? Definitely, definitely. And I think it would hit home with a lot of people. But a lot of people have got the blinkers on. We don't want to face reality. We don't want to see what's going on. We all, we all walk past. We're all caught up in a material world, including myself. Listen, I'm still a big poser, but it don't mean anything. It's all external. The, the materialistic stuff, doesn't matter how much money you make or how much materialistic possessions you own. The real gift of the life is how much goodness you bring into the world. We're so caught up in a material world. We're so caught up in social media, including myself, Gina. We spoke about the social media stuff, I'm addicted to that now because you're craving it. How mm. many people like my documentary? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're taking away what's really important and that's to help others. And like I say, it can be a scary time for especially kids and that at the moment getting brought up in this, this world where we're looking at all these Instagram models and it's, it's all fake, it's all an illusion. So we're kind of judging our lives on everybody else. So a lot more suicides on the rise. There's so many different factors that are on the rise that are really playing about with the mindset. Mm -hmm. And we spoke about the mindset mm -hmm. earlier, but... It does take 21 days to break a habit and 21 days to create a new one. You can change your belief system. You can change as a person. You can change the way you think, the way you feel. It's only you that can do it though. Educate yourself. Listen to people. If you listen to the same stuff day in, day out, you're never going to change. 95% of your day is controlled by your subconscious. People do the same day, the same stuff day in, day out. 
So it's only down to them to change. That 5% of the day where you're in control with the power of now to make those changes, you need to write down what you want to change. If you do that for 21 so days true. consistently, then that will eventually grip out the subconscious and the subconscious will repeat that. You've got 60,000 thoughts a day, 80,000. And it's the same thoughts day in, day out. So if you're thinking like shit, you're going to feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So what happens is if you think about trauma in your life, your brain releases that chemical to that trauma you felt that day, whether it was 10 or 20 years ago. So you're living in the past so much, the brain doesn't know if that's happened present moment or the past, but you can change that. Like I said, a guy called Joe Dispenser, for anybody listening, check out this man, the guy's unbelievable. Yeah, I actually wrote that down earlier on mm-hmm. when you mentioned that to me. Uh, Wayne Dyer, I know you're yeah, uh, yeah. a fan of Wayne Dyer, I liked his work, and he used to talk about change, you can change your thinking in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and I forget he had a great thing that he used to say if you look at the things or the way you look at no, things if you change the way you look at things the things you look at change that's exactly it in an absolute nutshell mm-hmm. isn't that just so true though yes. so what do you want to really get from this documentary then you've made this incredible documentary mm-hmm. that's had uh, in fact where can where can we watch it I uh, watched type it on, in James English on YouTube and the documentary will be there and it's pinned you've got it I think it's your pinned tweet yes on my Twitter <laughs> James English Zero on Twitter it's really yes. moving because I don't want to give too much mm-hmm. it's really really yeah, moving yeah, yeah. and I think you've done a great job of actually you know, doing this documentary but what do you really want to, to get from this to create change like I say I'm not in this to change one person's life I'm in here to change the game there's so much help and I'm not trying to take away the goodness that people do help the soup kitchens I put weight on when I was done the seven days I put weight on there's so much generosity from the people there's so much goodness in this world mm-hmm. but it doesn't change the fact that the mindset, it's good to give blankets and clothes and food. It keeps people alive because we never had these charities like Street Connect, Second Chance Scotland, H24H, Help the Homeless. These people are in the town every day. These are the real heroes of my eyes because if these people aren't there, then there's dead bodies everywhere. It's as simple as that. But the numbers are rising. So my job is to come up with this 12-week system. This 12-week system is a one-stop place. You come into this 12-week system, we will change the mindset. We'll change your belief system. After the 12 weeks, We'll have a job ready for you and we'll have accommodation. This 12 weeks though, we'll get psychologists in, we'll get comedians in, veterinarians, doctors, everybody to come in and help. This 12 weeks, you must stay in the 12 weeks. But like I say, it takes 21 days to break a habit. We work on the self-esteem, the confidence. So yeah. like a re- kind of like a rehab? Yes, almost. yes. Okay. but spiritually, mentally, no medication, naturally. Mm-hmm. And listen, there's going to be trial and error. But I believe in success. I, b- I believe I'm crazy enough to make these changes. I love the sound of this. Mm-hmm. I think this sounds fabulous. Mm-hmm. And you're such a people person, James. It, it, it absolutely oozes out of you. You exude uh, this wonderful, uh, I think, you know, personality that really wants to help people. And mm-hmm. I can I can see that. I can, I can actually feel that. We spoke about that being a, a kinesthetic, we're mm-hmm. kinesthetic uh, creatures. This is Gina. Gina. Life, love and laughter. Just to touch a little bit on you, what's your story, the story behind what makes you tick James English? I'm I'm, I'm through Porso, which right. is kind of a scheme area, it's a rough area. Um, so I was kind of surrounded with drink, drugs and violence. It was kind of, it was kind of normal to me. Um, so I was in a, a party life for so long, 10 years, 15 years, of drink, drugs, gambling, womanising. I don't know, man. But like I say, I was a, to fulfil an emptiness. I had a void. So for me, I'd done all the bad stuff to fulfil that emptiness, but every time I'd done it, I become, became more disconnected. So when I hit fair, I decided, right, enough's enough, I need to change. I was depressed, I was lonely. All the drugs I was taking wasn't helping anymore because it was giving me that dopamine kick where I was buzzing, but it would disappear and my problems were a hundred times worse. I couldn't face my demons. So like I say, all the women, all the drink, it was it was to fulfil. Party lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, to, that like, emptiness. And a lot of people kind of accept that and think it's the way forward, but... You will become disconnected and the people who I looked up to who are active and maybe drunk drugs or whatever they've done the bad boy image these people are either dead or in the jail 
I just believed I had greatness. I believed I could change. And I, I read a book called The Power of Now. Um, it kind of it lay in my possession for about a year or two. I, I read the book, listened to the audio, and it, it, it made sense to me. And it, I changed and I started working on myself. And fast forward four years and the results speak for themselves. Do you think you're going to move into the the motivational? I'm kind of not that I've got a vision for you, mm-hmm. but I see you moving into that that kind of field, if you like. Yeah, well, but I've still got a lot of work on me because I want to be a leader. I want to lead by example. I want to show people that you can change, and there's still a lot of darkness that I need to work on. I've still got anger issues. I've still got things I say and I sh- I shouldn't say. Once I work on these, then then I can then I can lead because the people who are always trying to help others are the ones who really need to help themselves. So for me, I need to keep working on me because. There was a saying, I think it was the day or yesterday, I was in the gym, there was a saying called, saying, um, an army of sheep led by a lion will always defeat an army of lions led by a sheep. So basically saying a leader can make an army believe in themselves. The analogy is, what happens is, the king of the jungle is a lion. Mm-hmm. Okay? The king of the jungle is a lion, but the lion's not the fastest, it's not the strongest, it's not the quickest, it's not the, 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 the smartest animal in the jungle, but... It's attitude to believe it is. Oh yeah. What makes him the king of the jungle. So for people out there who don't think they're smart, who don't think they're intelligent, who don't think they're strong enough, they're fast enough, they're clever enough, that is just your attitude. The lion's the king of the jungle, but his attitude, he, he ain't all these things. An elephant could crush a lion, mm-hmm. but the elephant sees a lion, he automatically thinks, eater, he's going to get me. And the lion's already, the lion's already he's got that attitude that I'm the king. You like this one? It's not your aptitude, but your attitude that will determine your altitude. Yes. Oh, yes. It's a nice one, isn't it? We're changing lives. We're on fire with all this stuff. It's just brilliant. Mm. What is next for you? You want to do the twelve week? Yes, I'm trying to get that system. But for you personally, what you're on your own journey. You know, what's what's really next for you? I just need to keep making a better version of me, Gina. I need to keep working on me. Like I say, I've still got a lot of faults and flaws, and everything I do is for me. All this homeless stuff, when I'm helping people, I benefit. It's me wins, I'm winning. So it's a win-win for me, I'm helping others. Plus it's rewarding for me, I'm walking away feeling good. Do you know what, James, you've done good today. So for me, it's to keep working on me, keep educating myself about the mindset. Even nutrition, you are what you eat. There was a thing I read, 75% of your serotonin, which is your feel-good factor, comes from your gut. I don't think a lot of people understand this, but your gut's connected to your brain. Mm-hmm. So when people say, you've got, I've got a gut feeling about this, and we don't follow our gut instincts, Everything's all connected So if you're eating shit You're going to feel like shit If you're speaking shit Also you're going to feel like shit There's also a man called um, Dr. Dr. Emoto Who Has a rice challenge you can do So he says what you are Is what you speak So if you speak crap You're going to feel like crap He did two jam jars Paul eats jam jar with rice Says I love you to one for 30 days And I hate you to one for 30 days After the 30 days The one who says I hate you Was all black and blue The one who says I love you Was still pure white Wow So for anybody listening Try that out So for me it's just to Keep educating myself Keep being a better version of me And kicking on I've did the homeless documentary But it's done now So what Do you know what I mean Now Guy Stuart Neelis Who was on my podcast This guy Like I say Changed his life And he's doing a massive things So for me it's to Keep helping others Get this 12 week system in place So much red tape so much, oh no, it's not going to happen, but people's fears, if I tell you my dreams and visions, 99% of people are going to speak me out at it because they've projected their fears onto the, me because they can't do it. But yeah, this is all about having faith and, and belief yeah. and uh, another nice little quote you like is, faith is to believe in what you cannot yet see and the reward for that faith is to see what oh, you believe. Day, <laughs> that oh, one is for you. Day, thank you. And that one comes from Walt Disney actually, mm-hmm. where 
Walt Disney sadly died before mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole Disney creation uh, was there for people to see. And I think it was a journalist who was standing talking to. I think it was Roy Disney mm-hmm. and said, what a shame, what an absolute shame because Walt didn't, he's not here, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't get to see it all. And of course, Roy turned and said, are you having a laugh? Mm-hmm. It's the fact that he saw it all, we're now seeing mm-hmm. it. And that's yeah. where that quote so comes from. Comes with that vision. Nice? Yeah. Everything that started, everything that's created in this universe is created with a thought, whether it's an aeroplane, whether it's these microphones, diamond rings, cars, somebody says, I'm going to make that. If you tell everybody you're going to do that 50, 60 years ago, people would have laughed. But these guys kept on their goal, kept on their journey and done it. 99% of success is failure. And Walt Disney will touch on that. He was told he wasn't creative enough. For people and funders, they told me we never had enough creative to build and people never believed in his vision. But like I say, 99% of success is failure. Keep going until you succeed. Faith, don't give up on your 12-week uh, project. I think yeah, that I'll sounds know. fantastic. Mm. I'm really excited to actually follow your story. Mm-hmm. And you did mention, of course, you've got your own wee podcast. So go on, give yes, it a plug. YouTube, give it a plug. Yes. <laughs> uh, James English, anything goes on YouTube. Um, we're also on Podbean and iTunes. Um, so like I said, it's anything goes. It's porn stars, comedians, politicians, actors, football players. We've had homeless people and it's changed their life. We've got motivational speakers. It's, you're going to find something from it. You are an absolute joy. Go on, I want you to get the last word then. So give me uh, your one piece of inspiration. Your 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 quote, your favourite saying, and you've got to have thousands of them. So I'm probably yeah. putting you on the spot here. Well, you only have putting us on the spot. I just think believe in yourself. I just think dream, believe, achieve. I just think it's so simple. Just dream it up, believe in yourself, and listen, the law of attraction comes into play, but it's not just a case of dreaming it. You've got to work your ass off to get it. But nobody can tell you no. And I just think, believe in yourself. I love that. D-B-A. Dream, believe, believe and achieve. achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final words yes. from James English. Lovely mm-hmm. to chat to you, James. Likewise, Gina. Thank you. Gina. Life, love and laughter. Like and share us. And come back for the next episode next week.